Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, thank you, Katie. Welcome, everyone, to Standing on My Soapbox. We've come to the end of another great week here of Talk Radio. I hope it was a short one for you as we took Monday off for Memorial Day. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a couple of seconds, we'll bring in my co-host, writer and actor, Mr. Craig Hurley. It's Friday, May 31st, 2019. I can't believe we're at the end of another month already. I hope you'll take the time and give us a little call today. Let us know what's been going on in your week or what's happening in news of the day, politics, or pop culture. Whatever's on your mind, you can call us for the next hour at 347-989-0126. Again, 347-989-0126. So let's stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig, how's it going, buddy? Good. How are you, sir? I am doing pretty darn well. Thank you very much for asking. It's a beautiful day here in Palm Springs, and uh, I didn't have a lot of – I've been catching up on my work, so I'm ready to do my very first live show on my Left of Straight show on Monday. So I got to spend a couple hours by the pool today. It's been very pleasurable. Excellent. You're lucky you're there because just north of you in Mammoth Mountain, it is currently snowing. They're going to have skiing through August, through the end of August in Mammoth Mountain. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am not That's kidding. Crazy. They are actually keeping the lifts open there and they're keeping the runs open because they're going to have, they have so much snow right now. It's stupid. Um, yeah. That is uh, so currently it's, it's snowing just north of you. My goodness. I used to love going to Mammoth Mountain as a kid. That was fun. I was never a skier. In we June. just go there and mess around i know in june it's that's too wild i mean this is you know this is we're like what a half hour off of june right now it's june already in in some other countries around the world like yeah, australia exactly. it's june already <laughs> so you know it's like what what's happening uh we're getting snow in mammoth mountain in june okay it's climate change that's all it is guys get used to it and severity of storms we've had our 14th consecutive days it's two weeks worth of Severe storms throughout the United States. Currently, there's uh, tornado watches and thunderstorm warnings in Pennsylvania. Look, I'm starting off with the weather. I don't know how that happened. I actually wanted to start off with, um, uh, you know, that chick that does our cold open? Um, uh, She uh, actually speaks Spanish as well. So maybe we should have her do it in Spanish. So translate it into Spanish and, and have a have like a one minute cold open instead of a, a 30 second. What do you think? That would be kind of cool. I like that. Of course we couldn't follow it up with anything for the next hour because we're both gringo as hell, but that's okay. That would be kind of fun. I like it. <laughs> no, that would, that would force Katie to call in because I, I, I understand <laughs> Spanish, but exactly. I, I do not speak it. I am, I am definitely a gringo. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do this, this great opening and, Get all peak listeners of our Latin American friends, and all of a sudden they'll call in, 
and I'll be able to say, me amo Pancho, donde esta casa de Pepe, and that's about as far as I remember of three years of family. Nice. <laughs> and I don't good. even think that was correct, dude. You butchered the hell out of that that statement just now. I'm, I I'm think pretty so. sure if, if if there's any if there's any Latinos listening. Well, Scott like, didn't translate, but I'd be Pancho all in Spanish. So Mayamo was my name is, and Pancho was my name because Scott didn't translate into Spanish. And then Donde esta Casa de Pepe is where is Paul's house? I think. I think that's close. It just doesn't have a good accent to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. Isn't, isn't it? Uh, it's Pablo. Well, never mind. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm like, you know, como esta? I got that. Uh, and uh, <laughs> mi casa es su casa. I got that too. So, you know, as far as things that I can actually say. Um, I can so, actually remember yeah. enough where I can understand a little bit of what's being said, unless it's said really fast. I just don't know how to conjugate to speak it anymore. But I can remember a lot of the words. I just can't right. conjugate anymore. But anyway, so cool. what's going on in your neck of the woods here? You're over the mountains. I just posted a pic a second ago because I have to go to your neck of the woods, L.A., this weekend for a uh, film festival. And I'm driving yeah, down the street this morning, and it's a beautiful look of the mountains. And now i got to drive into traffic this weekend. So I'm not really – I don't want to leave my mountains of Palm Springs right now pretty gorgeous outside i haven't driven yeah, LA, in traffic la traffic in two years last year i i refused not to do it i i was here for a month last year was going to go into la a couple times and just said nope not going to do it so i didn't go last year so it's been two years now since i've driven in la traffic dude even if you're driving in, on on what you would consider an off hour you know two o'clock in the morning four or five jammed so I, right, right. it's it's strange. It's strange because there's been times when I've been driving where there's nobody, where there's like nobody. And it's in the middle of the afternoon. And I'm like, well, how is this right. possible? You know, I'm free flowing. I'm actually going to get to my destination when I need to. But um, <laughs> no, the majority of the time, dude, majority of the time, it's you just go around a turn and you're in bumper to bumper and you're done. So yeah. majority of the time. And it could be anywhere yep. in Los Angeles on any freeway. No, it is. It's just when I was when I used to live in L.A. And mind you, I haven't lived, lived in L.A. in over 17 years now. But only 17 years ago, I mean, there was traffic, but it was at rush hour traffic. You would have traffic from six in the morning till nine in the morning, and from around four in the afternoon till seven in the evening. Nah, closer now to like two. Constant, closer to like two in constant, the afternoon. Right after, right after all the crackheads wake up and get on the road. So it's right about <laughs> 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> right around there. It wasn't that bad. Usually 4 o'clock. I, was, I went the, the back way. I was going Glendale to Covina, so I was the back two to way like to resume. Seven, there, so two, I, to like, 2 to like 8 for like that 6-hour block. You're, you're probably going to run into the 10. Something. The 210 gave me a little less yeah. traffic than the 10, so I was okay. Well, not anymore. But, uh, yeah. Not anymore, dude. The 210 not is so packed. Not anymore. Now it's 24-7. Yeah. Uh, is always packed. I used to fly through there, man. I, you know, like you just said, 20, 30 years ago. Right. I, dude, there was, there was like nobody out there, you know. I used to fly through that area because <laughs> I used to live out in Pasadena. So, I, right. uh, and now it's just so packed. They've, they've really blown up, like, the areas in, you know, just, just uh, east of that, like San Bernardino. Uh, you know, southeast of that is is uh, it's it's really blown up as far as population. 
they built all well, the I remember, houses. like I said, back back in the day, 17 years ago, when I lived in West Camina, California, they had the Diamond Lane that started um, a little past West Camina, almost into Baldwin Park area in the 10 to go all the way there. And I was they call it a shocked lane. when I drove back the first time five years ago. The Diamond Lane's all the way back to Upland now. I mean, and there's yeah. traffic all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From no, Upland. it goes way. Yeah. You used to wait till yeah. Baldwin no, Park area before you even got a Diamond Lane. They have separate areas. The Hub Lane is that what you're talking about? Most people don't know even what Hub means, and it's high occupancy vehicle. So if you have two or more people, you can go, or if you're a motorcycle, you can go with two or more people in that in that uh, in that lane. And if you have, it's high occupancy vehicle. So, um, you know, that's what that lane's set up for is people that are like carpooling and, uh, and please go faster. <laughs> I just, don't worry about the police. Just go faster. If you're in that lane, particularly if you're in that lane, um, go, go faster. Uh, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter how many people you have in your car, just go a little faster. Um, because all the other people behind you are getting really pissed off. So, because they can't do anything, they can't get out of the lane without being somewhat illegal. There's a double white line and a double yellow in most cases. So you're not supposed to cross that shit without getting a ticket. You know, it's not, you're not supposed to do that. But when you got somebody doing 55 and everybody else behind you is doing 80, move over into the other lanes and just sit in the traffic, please get out of the high occupancy vehicle lane. You know, that'll work too. Well, part of the problem um, is you can't get out. I mean, they used to have little like yeah. cones or little plastic. No, there's, there's areas where you can't get out. You can't get out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I exactly what you're saying. You couldn't get out of the HOV lane sometimes because they have little plastic sticks or everything in between them. So you couldn't get back in the regular Not even traffic. that. Yeah, no, that's like Miami. Miami has all those uh, um, plastic sticks that people run over all the time. Those will tear up your car, dude. <laughs> Those will beat up your car. Yeah. Um, they they will cause gashes in your paint job, and they'll beat up underneath the car as well. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, some of the lanes in um, in California, especially like we were talking on the 210, uh, they're, they're like they've got concrete barriers around them. So you cannot get out oh, wow. of that lane once, once you're in right. it. Yeah. So, and there's some areas that yeah, you know, they go the- off, and they're like a ramp. Yeah, that makes it really tough if the people in there aren't going the right speed limit or anything or just poking around. Yeah. Crazy, crazy L.A. traffic. I don't know how we got off on it, but, yeah, we definitely did. It, it's just Well, because you're heading there. I'm not looking forward to driving. you're heading there. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to driving to L.A. this week. That's all there is to it. Well, Maybe we'll have coffee. Turn on, turn on, some, turn on some podcasts. <laughs> turn on some comedy channels. You know, do that. And go. the time will go. go. The time goes pretty quick. That's what I, I found instead of music. Although I'm a big fan of music, I still uh, found that when I'm traveling, that uh, somebody talking is much better than uh, than music. Music can actually put you to sleep, or it right. makes me well, we've go off into that I'm a, not a different music person, play. So I like listening to talk radio. But I've recently right. found I, I don't know. I think I said on air, but I'm not sure. But I found that. They have a new serious channel now, or relatively new to me. I just found it, where they do all of the Netflix comedy specials on it, and they do excerpts for those things. And it's great where you can laugh and listen to that while you're driving. You definitely aren't going to fall asleep. Yep. But it's a a new station I've kind of fallen in love with. So you get all the really cool people like John Delaney and uh, Fluffy. Well, anybody and who's done a Netflix a, a Netflix comedy special, 
Yeah, anybody that's done right, a Netflix right. comedy special, um, they're playing bits of their stuff. I've I've heard that station too. Um, but uh, I yeah, usually I listen can... to like comedy. I usually listen to comedy greats. Uh, I I like hearing the old older comedians. You know, I like hearing the stuff from the '60s, '70s, and '80s and '90s. Um, there's some like newer that. stuff in that. Yeah, I like I like listening to George Carlin. I like listening to Robin Williams. Um, there's you know some some older comedians that had had a lot of wisdom. And uh, and and I, I think uh, well we just brought up I just brought up Robin Williams. Um, Pierce Brosnan is still going over his death, like having a really hard time with it. And, and that was five years ago. And Pierce was in, uh, was in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire with him. And, and, I, and I read this right, where, right. There, where he's, he's still having a hard time. So I didn't um, know they were that close. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, and, and I, and I too miss um, his, his wisdom and, and uh, you know, kind of wish he didn't take himself out of the game so quick or so soon uh we should sure right. could use his voice right now regardless of whatever it is he's suffering from as far as brain disorders please brain disorders uh, look at the gop look at this current administration there's some serious brain disorders going on there so you know some serious mental illness that we all should be paying attention to they, they need help it's not like, you know, we should be punishing them for having this, these disorders. Um, but uh, <laughs> even if they do commit treason, if they've got, you know, a brain disorder, well, they need help. So we need to help them. And they definitely should not know, be in charge of man-made anything. brain disorders or such thing as a self-inflicted brain disorder, I think they just take it upon themselves. I don't know if that's what it is. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I would give biology that much of a – I wouldn't put that in biology's feet. I think they just – a little nuts. <laughs> Just a little nuts in the way of thinking personally. Um, what do you want to start yeah, with you, first? Anything exciting you want no, to No, let's about? just let's just continue with the with what the what's going on with the current administration. Um uh supposedly uh and I'm gonna butcher the hell out of this guy's name. Kim Hyok Choi. Oh maybe I did okay. Um from uh North Korea. He was the special um nuclear envoy to the US. Uh, um, for the negotiations when 45 was over there negotiating supposedly denuclearization. Um, and and I'm, so supposedly Kim Hyuk Choi, who was the envoy, um, uh, was killed by a firing squad uh, in North Korea because he was charged with spying for the United States, and he was also charged with not understanding the negotiations between the United States and North Korea for for denuclearization. Like 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 Kim himself didn't actually understand that that's what 45 was going over there to say. And in the negotiations, um, uh, it wasn't conveyed by even his special nuclear envoys. Not even his, his – because there were four other ministry executives um, over there uh, that were also in this firing squad, and I don't have their names, um, So uh, that were also killed in this firing squad. So they, they killed five people because they weren't able to, to negotiate 
the 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 breaking down of nuclear warheads uh, in North Korea. I, I just think that right. that's a trip. You know, it's like this is the type of these are the type of peoples that we're we're dealing with, and forty five can't but negotiate the for shit, with the dude. Dude, nego- he can't negotiate for shit. He's supposed to. He's supposed to be able to be this mass negotiator or this great negotiator. You can't negotiate anything, man. I, I, I'm just. I'm just totally blown away at how dysfunctional this is all. With, with every single person that, every single dignitary, every single prime minister, every single head of state from another country has a problem talking with this guy. That they, we can't right. have that. We, we just cannot have that. We, we actually need a president who represents us and turns and is actually able to talk to people and negotiate things because otherwise right. you, you can't deal with the rest of the world. Like all the tariffs on Mexico right now. That's the dumb. None of the immigrants are coming from Mexico. Yes, they're crossing the border at Mexico, but they're all coming from other countries. I, I'm not understanding. Mexico is what? It's their responsibility to stop people from walking through their country? I, no. The whole immigration thing is so messed up. Just, just open the borders. Just open them. Just open them. Let everybody come here. Let it happen and see what happens. I guarantee well, let me you go there's, back to the, there's I want to go back to the Kim everybody Jong-un do. thing before we jump oh, okay. off. Too much, too much, no, but, we didn't yeah, jump. There's, We're there's still more, on the same politics of the same same oh, I know. Uh, I just uh, say, but that's a whole separate thing, though. But going back to the Kim Jong Un thing, a couple interesting things. One of the persons was either executed or he's serving hard labor right now. Is remember when they had <laughs> when they had that guy come to the White House and deliver that big oversized envelope? Um, uh, I love you card to to Trump from Kim Jong Un. They made a yes. big deal of this. They brought this big letter to him and this envoy from uh, North Korea brought this big letter that Trump says was a love letter from Chairman Kim and this big card. Right. Well, he's one of the ones that's missing, too, as part of those five people. I don't know if he's been wow. killed or if he's on that. But the worst part of it is Pompeo is on the new circuits right now. And so he was on CNN, and they asked about that. They said, uh, they said, so we're hearing that uh, North Korea has executed some of their negotiators in this. What do you have? He says, well, I have nothing I can say on that right now. And he says, well, what, what do you think? I said, what do you think about the possibility that he is, that he is executing some of his people for not being able to make this negotiation go through? And Pompeo actually said out loud on national TV, man, the man has balls, but he said that well, it appears that next time that we'll have, he says, con- says, conversations will continue. It just looks like next time we'll be talking with new people. Uh, but as Trump can pick his people to talk to, so can leader Kim. That's how he talked wow. about him executing the people he didn't want to. It's like, well, Trump gets to pick the people he wants to talk to, so can Kim. So uh, I said, so talk Trump to. doesn't like you, is he going to execute you? But the guy says this on national TV today, and wow. he's got his head so far up Trump's rear. I just, I was shocked, shocked and appalled, which I didn't think I could be anymore. But I'm constantly shocked and appalled just on that alone. That this is our Secretary of State, boys and girls. Our Secretary of State is saying, 
well, it looks like I'll have new conversations with new people next time. And and the wow. leaders are allowed to pick whatever people they want to talk to. He said this Yeah, but on pick. Yeah, sure, pick. Execute? Right. Pick, I guess. On our, you know, uh, like we said it on some other country. Execute? He said that on our CNN. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. Um, uh, somewhere 45 said that the Obama administration committed treason in something, and I, I missed it. He says so much shit that I, I, I miss it on a daily basis. He's lying to you. He lies like 200 times. So I'm, I'm not sure where he said it, um, but Barr, his attorney general, said that, um, no, the Obama administration never committed treason. <laughs> so he's got direct That's surprising. Within, <laughs> no, it's very surprising. Yeah, I was surprised. So I'm surprised at that. Yeah, Barr is disagreeing with that our that our president is saying. So that's actually good. Wow. Um, you know, they also uh, uh, I, I, I want to jump back to the to the migrants um, that yeah, that they're not that. coming that's from Mexico, but but they this this has the same. No, it's 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 the same. It's all the same, dude. Um, because you know, uh, taking kids, uh, detaining anyone at our border is just stupid, and uh, and 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 taking kids away is is disgusting. So, um, uh, they, uh, the, the migrants aren't from Mexico. They are from war-torn countries uh, in either Central America or South America. And they've walked, uh, they've walked a long way. And the majority of them are families. We were talking about that yesterday. Um, and, and there are some members of Congress, of, of GOP Congress, that are opposing the tariffs because he wants to put a 5% tariff on Mexico for the immigrants, for the, for the migrants. And it's like, right. They're they're not from there. So what, you know, it's only to make sure that Mexico tries to stop them from walking through their country. And I, I I don't don't see how that can be a good thing for anyone. And it's going to ramp it up to 25%. It's like, He's got members of Congress that are that are directly opposing, and and it's it's up to Congress at this point. You know, it's out of the FBI's hands, it's out of the CIA's hands. It's it's up to Congress to prosecute at this point to charge. It's it's up to them. So we need to make sure that all of our representatives are um, doing their jobs. Yeah, it's 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 just kind of. Unbelievable. He's a proposed a starting at five percent tax starting on June tenth, ramping it up to twenty five percent if they don't stop letting people go through their country to come to us. Um, we do three point five billion with a B dollars in year imports a year. Uh, avocados we've talked about before on from Mexico. And it's it's just uh they are they, as you say, they are putting tariffs on a country for being the path-through straight of these people seeking asylum that have right. nothing to do with Yeah, it. and these people are I mean, seeking asylum just like all of the white people that came here about 400 years ago and annihilated the uh, American Indian population. Um, they were seeking right. asylum from you know being opposed by any number of kings, I mean being oppressed by any number of kings. So we had French kings, we had Spanish kings, and we had English kings. They were all being extremely oppressive, and all three of those groups came over here. 
and just right. completely annihilated, completely conquered. So, you know, that's part of the entitlement that is currently happening with their descendants. And their descendants are the people that we get to deal with on a daily basis. Please, 347-989-0126. Please call me one of those descendants. I'd really love to talk to you. Um, but, yeah, uh, dude, it's, it's kind of disgusting, the, the behavior. Yeah, I guess the stock market sliding today. I haven't had the TV on yet today, but I guess the stock market's going <laughs> down because of it. He actually has Republican people opposing him on these tariffs. Yep. I mean, originally, yep. we, we talked yesterday. He was supposed to have this big announcement. We thought he was going to just ban outright by executive order um, people trying to seek asylum. Maybe he was found out legally he can't do that. Uh, yeah, and no, he changed it to the tariffs or whatever he's doing. Didn't we just talk last week he was removing tariffs from Mexico and, and Canada because he was in so much trouble with his China tariffs that he tried to get a little good publicity by taking away the tariffs on China and or excuse me on Mexico and Canada less than two weeks ago? I thought he just removed tariffs. Now he's going to add new. Yeah, he was. I, I'm pretty sure it was just a lie. He was saying something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, he was because just trying the, to spin the, the news cycle. Tariffs on that. China were a disaster. Yeah, he spins that news cycle. I mean, he is the master of distraction. He will say whatever it takes to distract you from the shiny object over here for the subtract from the shiny object over there. The shiny object just over ask- here, which is your social security when you're 70, when you're his age. Right. And old people got to go. To- <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> Did that just come out of my mouth? <laughs> old people just got to go. Just go already. No. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Supposedly, you're a drain on the economy. Uh, now, I, you know, certain, certain old people, you know, we really shouldn't be trusting with anything that we is going on, especially governing. Uh, you know, I, right. dude, there's some crazy-ass shit going on, so – we got to get some people in there well, that can well, actually think logically. Let's talk about the Latino uh, Latinx population that is in our country currently. We're in that battle in the Supreme Court right now about putting this uh, question on the, whether you are an American citizen on the census that comes up every 10 years, which is coming up next year. Yeah, that's pretty so, dictatorish. Uh, that's pretty authoritarian. Controversy. That, um, there yep. are, I mean, at one point, it's going to stop people maybe from saying, which is going to make less representation in these Hispanic areas, which is bad. Um, But they just found out the person that's pushing this is uh, one of those Republican experts on redistricting. He's the one that's getting ready to do this. Um, Yeah. You know, it's weird because I saw a really, like, extremely low turnout. uh, with the Latino population and, and Katie would be able to talk about Katie Barberi would be able to talk about this um, uh, a lot easier than I would just because she's experienced these uh, she's had more experience with people than I have from, from Latin America. And I um, it's weird to me because of the turnout in 2016 uh, there was a whole bunch of districts and a whole bunch of areas, a whole bunch of townships and counties that were reliant upon the Latino turnout, and it didn't happen. Um, and right. a lot – it's very strange. There's a whole bunch of, like, very 
conservative, I, I hate to say Republican, um, Latinos. I, I, I hate to – like they're extremely conservative, and they, they – it's, it's, uh, it, the question's been brought up before and not just by me. It's been brought up before more by black people. Like, why are you guys, you know, arguing uh, between races? You're, you're, you're both um, minorities. So what are you doing? You have to join together. You have to in order to succeed. And, and even on an individual basis, you all have to come together on, on what's going on in this country. And the turnout right. for Latino voters last, in 2016 was, was horrendous. They, they barely turned out. So, you know, and, and part of that is there's a lot of conservative, very conservative um, Latinos that they just want to follow the money. They just want to follow the power, thinking that it's going to get them that same money and power. I mean, that's the ruse that he threw at all of the, you know, the 28 percent of white people in this country is that same ruse. It's like, you know, vote me in and I'll make sure that I show you how to get rich as well. And when really he got rich because his dad gave him a bunch of money and then he lost all of that. And then he turned around and started screwing people. And I mean, literally screwing people like he still owes money from 2006 to the contractors in Chicago for Trump tower in Chicago. So $40 million. Yeah, you know, if you stiff everybody that you work with for your entire career, uh, yeah, you're going to have some money at least on paper, yeah, and in credit, yeah, absolutely. You know, he, he, but he doesn't have any cash. Seriously, Melania needs to leave that broke ass too, because he doesn't have any cash. It, it's all on credit. And uh, it's all I'm on getting paper. some messages from our listeners, Craig, that they may not be able to hear us. Everything's looking good in the studio, but it says that it starts to play and then it stops. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. I'm going to try to reset the studio here for a second. Um, do okay. me a favor and call, call you back. Or hang up and then call yeah. back in in about a minute and a half. I'm going to play a long song. So all if right. you are on the air, people will hear it. We're going to do uh, a that sucks because this was, actually a decent, this was actually a decent show. It sucks that it's yeah, well, going it's in and out. The studio makes it look like everything's going fine, but we'll reset just to make sure. Um, we just—I just had a yeah. message that we that, that it's not playing correctly in some people's things. So I'm going to go ahead and play the song, log out, and I'll be back in in two minutes. So give me a call. I'll be back in two to three minutes. Here, I'll play a five-minute song. All right, brother. All right. All right, guys. You're listening to Standing Our Soapbox. Give us a call. We get back. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. Hopefully you're hearing this. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Fighting the law of attraction Never the one taking action Years of denying this beauty inside
I promise it will get better. If you were trying to listen today earlier and were not able to hear it, it looks like we might be having a little audio problems broadcasting. Looks like everything is recording okay, so we're going to finish up the show, and we're going to replay it up tonight, so it will get better. You'll be able to hear the show on podcast replay. (laughs) Technical difficulties beyond our control. Looking good in studio. I could do a real quick recap in case it isn't technical difficulties and people are actually getting some of the show. Snow and Mammoth, uh, comedy greats, uh, Robin Williams, uh, Film Festival in L.A., Kim Hawk Troy killed, um, Migrants, and 45 is a douche. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that that covers our first That catches everybody up. I like that. That was a quick, <laughs> nice Reader's Digest uh, compilation there. That was very, like very that. good. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump back into it here, and uh, we'll hopefully have a show later on. Um, we were talking cool. yesterday about Missouri possibly having the very last uh, Planned Parenthood uh, clinic for safe abortions in Missouri. The judge no, they already that already is the order until yeah. Tuesday. So they have yeah, no, that is Tuesday. the that is the last the last parent, Planned Parenthood um, that uh, allows right. or has abortions in the state of Missouri. So uh, so a judge blocked it, huh? So they need to stay open for judge abortions, judge at, least for, at least for the weekend. Judge gave it a stay until Tuesday at, for another hearing at 9 a.m. to try to consider a preliminary injunction to stop it from closing at all. So they, they nice. have another weekend, but uh, nothing – well, 
Tuesday at 9 a.m. will be a new court hearing. So if you're in Missouri, get yourself so, to the courthouse Monday morning, 9 o'clock. Let the judge well, that know too. what's going on. Or if you're in Missouri and you need to get an abortion, you have to hurry your ass over to that Planned Parenthood clinic uh, because they're um, trying to stop it. So go over there now because you're not going to be able to do it later. Yep, -er. Not good, not good at all. Yeah. Hey, we were talking earlier uh, like about I said all yesterday, this stuff I, going on in our uh, 45 administration. I just read uh, this morning that uh, in 2017, the Trump administration enacted two of the largest downsizes of protected lands in U.S. history. The Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument in southern Utah lost 51% of its protected land, and Bears' wow. ears lost 85% of their protected land. So that's land wow. twice the size of Rhode Island came out of protection under this administration. The, the changes are enabling mining, fracking, oil and gas development. Um, there's under litigation, and some of it's been held, but not all of it. And the U.S. government has identified nine other national monuments in the United States to downgrade or downside its protected land status. Wow. So in the midst of wow. this non-happening global climate change that we're having, we're also uh, wrecking our national monuments across the U.S. in this administration as well. It's not what happened to America to the Beautiful? Across the country, let's re let's ruin our reputation and our natural resources. Go us! Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, what happened wow. to America the Beautiful? Right. Right. I don't yeah. understand this. It's like eighty-five be... percent of one and fifty of one of another. Protective lands lost. That's going to be a gorgeous landscape on all of those oil rigs and pumping facilities. Right. That's a, that's a, that's a beautiful landscape you got going there, guys. Wow. Well, we and we're talking Utah, Southern Utah National Monument. This is where all these, I just drove through all these. That's mountains. where all the dinosaurs you are. All these mountains. You moved here. And isn't that going to be, uh, when, if we just start doing fracking, uh, we'll, we'll see our it increase in earthquakes, so we're going to see some of these mountains come tumbling down. Uh, more rock slides, more dangerous in there. I think you have falling rock signs now. We're going to have to be at about quadruple those. It's uh, just, it, it would make be any more sense. more it's likely than not the mountains the mountains will actually rise instead of sink uh, or come tumbling down. Uh, there will be some rocks and there will be some landslides that come tumbling down during those earthquakes, but. Yeah, most more likely than not, the mountains will rise up. They they tend to move upward, not downward. And during an earthquake, all mountain ranges from yeah. fracking though. Um, uh, no, that's uh, the only earthquakes that we've been having from fracking are in Oklahoma, places that we didn't normally have earthquakes. And now they're all being flooded. That's that's awesome. All those oil wells, all those fracking wells are being being flooded. Not oil, sorry. Right. Tremendous amount of rain. Whack-a-doodles, whack I'm telling you. They can, they can uh, pump natural gas out, but they can't pump the water out. I'm telling you, right. gorillas are smarter than we are. Silverback gorillas are smarter <laughs> than we are. They are? Uh, ain't that the truth? 
Ain't that the truth? So, um, did you know that uh, Steve King of Iowa, the the racist representative from Iowa, Stephen King, he had uh, Don Lemon and Kamal Bell. Oh, if you don't know him, you'll know him if you see him. The guy who says a racist thing every five seconds. He actually was censored in Congress last week. The Republicans actually censored him, their own person, in this administration last year. Um, but you he have to be quiet. The same, Please be quiet. I mean, you have Don Lemon and Kamal Bell on CNN, basically busting out laughing because this guy says something stupider every day. But his his most current thing, because he has no idea saying it's racist, he thinks he's saying stuff profound. But his his newest thing is, King said that not all cultures of people are equal, and we should be honoring those that founded the country and lift them up. That's what this whole that's what this whole uh, that's what they've been doing for the past couple of years. You know, it's uh, like I said, they they feel entitled uh, because the founding fathers were all white. So they feel entitled. Right. Um, exactly. You know, our founding fathers were all white and they they um, designed this country and built this country. And uh, well, at least they funded it. Um, you know, of course, the pioneers built it. But uh, in that process, they used an awful lot of slaves from China, from American Indians, from Latinos, from black people. I mean, just from all over the place. They used an awful lot of slaves. So very few white indentured servants at the time. There were some, but very few. Uh, Yeah, exactly. So I, I that's where that attitude comes from. Minutes, so we need to get a call, guys. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. I'm running out of stuff to say. It's I'm too not. nice of a day, beautiful downtown. Come on, dude, I'll rant. I'll rant on. I ran on some stupid shit. You'll rant on what? At least fifteen minutes. Uh, here, Prince. Um, Prince is in the news again um, because his family is suing um, uh, the doctor once again. Uh, for um, uh, he had an opioid uh, um, he died basically he went unconscious when like a week before he died and from from opioids that were prescribed to him and then uh, and their duty the doctor's duty and the doctors like it's their it's their responsibility to make sure to keep him alive because he was addicted to opioids and he was trying to get off of the prescription drugs. And the, the drugs that were given to him um, that his doctor says that he never gave to him were um, laced with fentanyl. And that's what he died of. He didn't actually die of an opioid addiction, I mean, an opioid overdose. Um, at a, you know, at, at, um, man, I can't remember the name I of this, this studio. Paisley Park. Yeah, fentanyl. Right. Yeah, it, but, but isn't that no part of taking, an opioid? So it is still an opioid over, addict or overdose, right? Yeah, but he wasn't taking fentanyl. That's the thing. He was given those pills, and nobody knows okay. where those pills came from. They can't find the source, that, and so that's why they're resuing or, or, or opening up the case again. And they're not resuing. Um, they're opening up the case again to, you know, because they failed to do what their job was to prevent his death. And while trying to, you know, um, get him to wean himself off of opioids. 
so and and um, you know they had to make an emergency landing when when he because uh, he went unconscious on a plane, oh, like a week before he died from an opioid overdose, and they had to revive him with uh, I can't remember the name of the drug, but it's one that revives you if you've taken too much heroin. Narcan. Use at emergency. Narcan. Yeah, at, yep, at emergency rooms. So that's what they had to administer to him. And uh, they're just they're just trying to figure out, you know, what exactly happened and where the fentanyl came from. So that's that's in the news. Okay, that was a rant for about five minutes. We're only one week one? away from his new album streaming too. It's going to be streaming on Tidal yeah. for the first two weeks, starting on June seventh, and it'll be available to the public to buy on June twenty first from Warner Brother Records. So that's going to be the originals yeah. is coming out. It's got a soon. lot of. It's got a lot of his original works on it um, and songs yeah. that he wrote and that other performers uh, performed. Uh, a lot of number one hits right. that we didn't realize you know, were his. Um, but uh, uh, what else can I rant about? Uh, Illinois legalizing weed. Um, Governor Pritzker has is, is been attempting to legalize weed. That's what he ran on was the legalization of marijuana. And they're already medicinal. Um, there's already, you know, medicinal dispens- dispensaries all around Illinois. Uh, but uh, as far as recreational um, use, uh, he he's having a really hard time getting through the red tape. There's too much corruption in the police departments in Illinois and uh, specifically Chicago. Um, we've known this forever. And they so they, they're in charge of at least a billion dollars every year because of weed. And I mean, that's the that's what they're expected to sell. And so they're in charge of it. They're in charge of the security. The police departments are. And if they can't be trusted, then it's really, really hard to figure out the security aspects and get through the red tape. Um, uh, he t- has pushed. Uh, forward on opening up the dispensaries and part of it is and also getting the people out of prison that don't deserve uh, and nonviolent drug related crimes he's concentrating on that too because he sees them as like I do as those are that's our our dealers should own the dispensaries any dealer that's in jail right now should own a dispensary because that's what they did before they got put in jail and they already have customers. So, you know, you'll have their customers coming into their dispensary. Um, and then uh, any of the growers, anybody that grew marijuana that's in jail, we need them as our horticulturalists, as our scientists, as our growers. We need them to be growing the, the weed that they grew before they got in, put in jail for a nonviolent drug-related crime. And then, you know, people right. are possessed it. Give me a break. Anybody is just possession. Oh, let them out. Just let them out. It's stupid. Um, so, uh, and I don't care about the quantity. I don't care about. I don't care if a person had a pound. I don't care if a person had a joint. It doesn't matter. You know, they should be absolutely let out. Um, because you know, I, I know people that smoke a tremendous amount on a daily basis, and they'll go through a quarter ounce a day. And so you can't stop people from, you know, smoking any amount that they're going to smoke. So like I said, if somebody has a pound, just let them out. Let them out of jail. Um, shouldn't have been prosecuted in the first place. 
but uh, it's it's an extremely difficult process uh, to get any of this re- really to happen um, when you're dealing with corruption. And uh, he already made it legal for anyone to grow in their house in Illinois. So if you're in Illinois and you're growing, you're okay. Um, he doesn't want to see basements full, but because <laughs> that's what a lot of people would start doing. Um, but he does. It's <laughs> fine. You got you know you got like six to ten plants, and and it's fine because it's for your own use. So um, you know he's he's good on that. He already signed that. He already put that into law. He already put that in. So. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that that they're actually right. Right when I move out of Chicago, they're legalizing. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's nice. Isn't that the way it always works? I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we will so finish like I'm, up I'm, today. Go ahead. We have a couple minutes, so we're going to finish up with your favorite glowing vampire, uh, Robert. Ah, Pattinson Robert Pattinson. <laughs> signed the deal today to be the new Batman. He yep. will be playing Batman in a Batman trilogy written by Matt Reeves, who uh, wrote for Cloverfield and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes, which I thought were pretty good flicks. So he's writing right. the new Batman trilogy called The Batman, and they signed Robert Pattinson to take the lead as Batman. I can't see a glowing vampire as Batman. Help me on this. I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical. Not if he's, not if he's still glowing. Not if he's still glowing. I, Katie, Katie says it's a it's a it's a good choice. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, what I'm interested in is if they have a Joker, because I'd really like to get the opportunity to uh, to be right up there with that. So um, it'd be a lot of fun because uh, there's a lot of people out there trying to play the Joker. That'd be kind of fun. I'd love to see uh, who the Batman will be. Well, the Batman uh, is going to be Robert. I mean, who the, who the uh, big, big bad is going to be for the Any of the bad guys. Yeah, any of the bad guys. Yeah, they well, they're have... going to probably pick some stars. So I'm really, you know, uh, I'm 27 and all washed well, yeah, up. I, I, it'll so, be, it'll you know, I'm probably not. Know, they have so many people in their canon, though. They can do uh, Penguin again. They can do Riddler again. They can do Catwoman. Yep. They can do yep. Joker. Yep. I mean, the Joker is the yep. most iconic, of course, but who knows? Yep. I'd love to take that part on. It's interesting. It'd be a lot of fun. So you would be a fun Joker. Oh my goodness. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I I wouldn't copy anything that Jack Nicholson did. I wouldn't copy anything that Cesar Romero did. I wouldn't copy anything that Heath Ledger did. All of their performances uh, have just been. Even uh, what's his face, Jared? Just now, um, uh, he did that. Well, like five years ago. And then, um, uh, and I can't think of uh, yeah, the kid that's on uh, Shameless uh, that plays Ian. Uh, he was he's playing the Joker on Gotham, and you know I I wouldn't really I, I wouldn't go along those lines. Uh, the Joker and is Heath supposed Ledger to be funny. Did a good job too. Heath Ledger. Oh uh, yeah, he did an amazing job. Yeah, no, Heath Ledger is yeah, no, he did an amazing yeah. job because the Joker's supposed to be funny, and you know he's a, he's a jokester, so. Um, you know, you got to make him funny and you got to make him likable. You can't just be, you know, going around murdering people all the time. That just doesn't work. So it doesn't work for anything. <laughs> it doesn't work for any character. Very true. Okay, yeah, I'm always looking at these 
there's certain actors like I've been watching Game of Thrones lately, and there's certain actors on there that are, that are playing just straight up bad guys. And no, no person is all good or all bad. That's not the case with every individual, no matter how much of a douchebag they are. There still is something about them that needs to be likable. If I'm, I'm talking as an actor, you know, and portraying a, a bad guy, because um, I've portrayed many bad guys, and uh, and there is nothing. There's they're not all bad. There, there's something good about every single one of them. It may be something really stupid, like they, you know, I don't know, like dogs. I mean, you know, it, it may be something really dumb, but it's it's you got to have some relatable thing in the character to every audience member and in order to do that you got to have something likable there's got to be something charming and especially about a character like the joker because his his face is already a mess so you know he's all cut up so he's he's got to be charming all right. Well, on that note, we are done for the week, guys. Thanks for standing on our soapbox this week. Thanks to all our callers out there, Chris, everybody else that gave us a call. We'll be back next Monday through Friday. Every and day tapioca. Don't forget about tapioca. And tapioca. <laughs> I love we have a new time next call. week, guys. We are going to be uh, two hours later. We're going to be 3 o'clock Pacific time, 6 o'clock Eastern time. So be sure to join us at our new time next week. Might give you a little chance to call in a little easier. So uh, we'll try that starting next week for the next uh, four weeks. We're going to push it back a little bit um, so it works better with my Palm Springs schedule for the other live shows. Three so starting o'clock. Monday the 3rd, 3 o'clock Pacific, uh, 6 o'clock Eastern time, give us a call, 347-989-0126. We're going to play out with a little bit of um, Matt Stearns. Guys, have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Peace. This time I won't idealize you. I won't throw my hands up over my head and cry. Still I know you are the one and I still taste you on my tongue and I would be fortunate to lie with you one more night. I know it won't take much time now. I just take one look inside your eyes and I'm flying. What am I still doing here? I know you will soon disappear, but I still hold on to spend time with you. One more night. And turn on night till you come closer. Feeling you inside me over and over. Still, I know you are the one. I still taste you on my tongue, and I would be fortunate to lie with you. One more night.